You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Mousecapades listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues Gina and Sarah from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 568, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we will be sharing with you all of the latest Disney rumors and news to try and keep your week a little more magical. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our agents would be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, just a small refundable deposit is going to hold your trip. Contact us today. Well, I'm going to kick it off with the crazy. I know that Brad and I recently did a whole show on from some crazy, but I wasn't sure when we were doing that again, and I didn't want to leave this one out. So there's a Florida man charged this week for attacking an Animal Kingdom security guard. James Arvid, 19, of Pompano Beach, was arrested and charged with battery of a security guard, a third-degree felony. The incident took place in, in Dino Land at Animal Kingdom. It actually took place um, the day before we arrived on our trip, October 25th, when a uniformed Disney security guard on patrol was tackled from behind by him. The guard had to radio for help, and but was ultimately assisted by guests who passed by and pulled the guy off of the top of him. Um, no serious injuries were reported on behalf of the security guard or the guests. Arvid was taken to a hospital in celebration where he told the nurse that he was on LSD. Disney released the following statement to the or- Orlando Sentinel regarding the incident. We do not tolerate violence of any kind on our property and appreciate those, including the Orange County Sheriff's Office deputies, who quickly came to the aid of this cast member. I just like, I swear. That super what? crazy. <laughs> I mean, what that, in the my world? head, that seems like some sort of Adam Sandler movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll Tackle take some LSD. Behind. Yeah, I think I'll take some Why? LSD and go to Disney World. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's 19, so let's hope he grows up. What what made this guy tackle him? I'm just so confused by this story. That's what I was thinking. Why? Why? He said he was on LSD, so maybe he was imagining the guy was doing something to him. Oh my goodness. So bizarre. Wrong place to be on LSD. (laughs) Wow. You don't want to be on any drugs at Disney. No, Mm-mm. Disney is your <laughs> the high, I guess. Yes. Why in the world would you even Oh my goodness, people are crazy. They are. Okay. Well that was the crazy story of the week to keep a job on that one. <laughs> there was a sneak peek of Guardians of the Galaxy this week. Okay, so it is said to be the first kind of omni coaster, which means that it has the ability to face any direction at all, even at high speeds. That would trip me up. I won't be able to ride it. I was really sad There's when I read that. There's going to be some sick people coming off of this ride. 
I agree. <laughs> I can see I my husband and Abby being the first ones to ride this. I will be <laughs> a little bit more gun shy about it. I'll try it, but I am sure that I would have a horrible headache getting off. So during the D23 virtual announcements, they showed the ride vehicles on the track. At this point, the ride is still set to open in 2021 in time for the 50th anniversary on October 1st, 2021. Fingers <sighs> crossed for that. So no, we'll, have to really... take, we'll have to dare each other to ride it for the convention. No, oh, Lord. <laughs> you to say it's part of our training, guys. We have Vicky, to go you're riding it. it with me. If I have to ride it, you're riding it with me. I will, but I'll probably be eyes closed and screaming the whole time. Because I saw... <laughs> Same. I like roller coasters. I don't do the spinny. And it was spinning and roller coastering. And I was like... <laughs> and <laughs> roller coastering? Yes. <laughs> Yes, it is. I have miscreated a new word. Oh. oh boy. So this week, Disney said that the ride turnover from Splash Mountain to the Princess and the Frog is being fast tracked. They are going to expedite that and get it Splash Mountain gone and Princess and the Frog in its place very quickly. They don't have a closing date yet. Splash Mountain is still currently open. But with that new news out, who knows when it's going to close and when Princess and the Frog is going to open. That kind of makes me feel like they're going to try to have it for the 50th. Probably. Imagine it'll be soon. I mean, simply because it's always shut down during this colder time of year, like January, mm -hmm. February time. So I wonder if something will happen around then. It'll be interesting to see what they do, like how they switch it over like what part of the princess and the frog story that they use kaylee was all excited about it she was singing all the songs and trying to visual visualize what it was going to look like yeah i imagine something like with it, your it's nighttime and it's you see the sky and twinkly lights i don't know in we'll the see. bayou yep. yeah yeah that's what i say going through the bayou Mm -hmm. I'm excited for it. So there was also some more exciting news this week. The park hoppers will be back starting January 1st. Woohoo! Gosh, I'm so excited. Um, there, it's going to look a little bit different than it did. Um, if you're not sure what a park hopper is, it allows guests to go to more than one park in a day, up to four parks if they wanted. So starting in 2021, you can go to up to two parks in a day. Guests will still have to have a ticket with park hopping capabilities, which is something you can purchase when making your reservation and purchasing your tickets or there as a Disney pass holder that have park hoppers. You will still need to make a park reservation at your first park. Um, you will then need to go to that park first thing that day and then starting at 2 p.m., guests can begin hopping to another park. But park hopping will still have to follow the 35% capacity rules. So if you try to hop to another park and it's already at capacity, you won't be able to get in. As I mentioned before, you can only visit two parks a day, but we anticipate that Disney may add more once they have an idea of how the new park hopping way works. We'll keep you posted. Okay, so I'm slightly nervous about this. Like, what if you were trying to park hop to another park 
and you got there and it's 35% capacity and you try and go back to your other park because you're only allowed two and now it's at 35% capacity. So the way I understood it, you were going to have to check that, like, I guess, go to guest services and find out. They'll know before, before you, you leave, before, before you, you leave, leave the your first current park. park. But here, but right. Brad and Kaylee had a good point. They're like, but if you leave or you try to park hop, um, and you have a reservation somewhere, but they're, I think you're not supposed to do that. Also, they're like, what if that park is too crowded and you can't leave and you paid for park hopper? Shouldn't they reimburse you your park hopper money? I think what you should do is if you're thinking about park hopping, I think that you should be able to make a reservation for both parks. That's what I'm saying. And mm -hmm. say first that choice, That would make choice. more sense. That would make more sense, but possibly less money for Disney. Disney. And it's yeah. all about the money. Yeah. I don't think they're going to discount those park hoppers either, even though yeah. you could only go to two parks instead of have the well, option. And you know what? We never really went to more than two parks anyway with the park hoppers. And that's what we do. We spend half a day at one park and then the rest of the day at another right. park. That's normally what we do. Or we'll go to one park and ride one ride. <laughs> That's what we did. We went to Epcot and rode Test Track and then went somewhere else. I forget where we went, but. Yeah, I was thinking it would be nice to have that option. For us, it would be like we spent all day in one park or most of the day, then we go to our resort and rest, and then maybe we have dinner somewhere else. That is what we did before. See, and that's the other thing is if you don't know if you could get into the second park, you can't make dining reservations either. You know? Because they will not let you in whether you have it or not, which is sad. Right. I wonder, this is getting kind of into the nitty gritty, but if you reserve your first park of the day, would you be able to even make a dining reservation in another park? You can make a dining reservation without Wherever. tickets. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Because I was making dining reservations for Christmas time when we were 10 minutes from Disney, but not in Disney, which mm -hmm. is going to kill me, by the way. Because that's what somebody said. Can you really do that, Vicki? You can mm -hmm. go there and not go in the parks. I'm like, don't know, because I've never done it before, but we're going to find out. <laughs> um, <laughs> She'll be buying one ticket to go to the Magic Kingdom or Kaylee, something. <laughs> that's what Kaylee keeps saying. She's like, you and dad should just go. Just go for one day, and so you can... All those cavalcades, I'm sorry, I'm getting off topic, but all the stuff that we were talking about last week, it was killing me. I'm like, oh, we have to go. We have to go. And Kaylee's like, so just go. Just do it. Well, in case you want to know, there's some more stipulations to the park hopper when it returns. If you want to get a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance, you will need to start your day at Hollywood Studios. You cannot... I repeat, you cannot start your day at another park and then go to Hollywood Studios and ride Rise of the Resistance. For annual pass holders, the park hopping will be applicable and subject to change with pass holder blackout days. Disney will also be bringing back park-to-park -park bus transportation starting January 1st, 2021, and they will be available for use 30 minutes before the park opens. At this point, if you make a dining reservation in the second park that you hope to go to, it isn't guaranteed that you'll be able to dine there. That's sort of what I was just talking about. 
You may want to make your dining reservation for the first park you plan to attend if you want to ensure you get the reservation that you really want. So crazy. I just, hopefully soon things will be back to normal and we can just not have to worry about this 35% capacity crap. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I do understand why they're doing it. I, I get it, but I'm just, I'm ready for normal. Well, everyone keep your fingers crossed for vaccines that work. Well, so far they've got three. Mm-hmm. Now if the FDA will just approve them and get them out. We shall see for sure. We've given you updates of testing with the upcoming Upcut nighttime show, The Harmonious, that I'm super excited about. The show is going to take place on five floating platforms that are positioned like a compass. This is more information, by the way. I didn't say that part. The platforms will house the show's equipment, including supporting a six-story tall structure, as well as four 25-foot LED screens and a 54-foot moving, excuse me, and 54-foot moving arms. We'll be able to see lasers, fountains, and more. And the fountains are actually going to be running all through the day now to give it a little bit more element of awesomeness, I guess, for World Showcase, which I already think is awesome. So that's just going to make it more awesome. That sounds massive. I know. I was like, wow. So I guess they can't be moving it in and out, in and out, in and out all the time? Yeah, so is it? it's going to be permanent in there? Well, I know I'm the fountain guessing. part is because I saw yeah. like like the little um, oh, what do you call those? Storyboards is what I'm calling it, but that's mm-hmm. not what it is. Well, let's keep going with some of those makeovers. We've got Spaceship Earth is getting a makeover, but not exactly what we thought. The massive ride interior makeover is still on hold. However, the exterior is going to be getting a programmable light design. Disney reps said that it will activate the area of the park like never before. It's going to connect Spaceship Earth to its surrounding and perfectly encapsulate the park transformation. You thinking what we are? Maybe some projections? Hopefully that's what they'll be doing. We're gonna have to wait and see. This was a big controversy this week. I was gonna get, I wanna know what you guys thought. Are you okay with projections or you think we're going out of control because now we're having it at more than one park? I think I'm okay with it. I mean, even if it is more than one park. I love projections. I'm good. I I think they're neat. Yeah, I mean, as far as Disney goes, I pretty much trust. I've never really horribly disliked anything they've done, so I don't think it would bother me. (laughs) Right. Well, I just know that, you know... um, I think Steph's been on when Chrissy was on and she would talk about the changes that they would make from the originals and how it always upset her and stuff. And that was this week. This was a big, like, there was a trail of comments on this article talking about, no, you can't change my Epcot ball, you know, and all this. But like Sarah said, I wasn't sure about what it was going to look like when they did uh, projections on Hollywood Tower Terror. And it's amazing. Right. So imagine what they could do with an orb. I mean, they could it's go all the way around. They could do a lot, right? Yeah. Since Disney gave a sneak peek into the Star Wars Hotel this week, Josh DeMaro shared one of the guest rooms in the Galactic Star Cruiser, a.k.a. the Star Wars Hotel, to the media. The mocked-up room looked exactly like the countercept art complete with window that looks much like those in a spaceship from Star Wars and gives you a view of space. 
The room that was shown had a queen-size bed with a black headboard and light. There were also bunk beds built into the wall. They looked partially encapsulated and things are moving right along schedule and look like it will be will still be opening at its original announcement date of 2021. The question is, when will it open in 2021? We'll let you know as soon as we do. But did you see those bunk beds? They looked really small. They like, did. Like my son, who's almost six foot tall, there is no there's way no he way. can sleep in that. No, it looked like, um, well, it looked like the bunk beds that they have at the wilderness cabins. Because so badly, I want to stay at those wilderness cabins. But my son is six foot tall. And, well, I, that, feel and like, I don't I don't like the room, like how the bunk beds in with the big bed. I, yeah. I just don't like that. I'd rather have my space. You need alone time. Yes. That's why we like Art of Animation because we have our own bedroom. Yes. And we can shut the door and the kids have, you know, Free the living room in the right. It looked to me, I saw the the um pictures and it looked spot on to what I would imagine being a Star Wars room of any sort. And I think also until some we see someone in the space and we get that, you know, YouTube room tour that we oh, all yeah. love to watch so much. Um seeing like the encapsulated beds it's hard to visualize what kind of space that actually is versus when you're in the in the space in real time so i'll be right. I'll, I'll be really looking forward to seeing someone in there walking around and you know what kind of very min minute details that are going to be in those spaces because i can only imagine they put everything into this I love Disney so much because they are amazing with their theming. Mm -hmm. They just, they go all out and they really make you feel encapsulated in it. So it's that it's bubble. It, yes. It's like your, that, that huge bubble that we all love. The imagination yes. bubble. Well, some more great news um, from the Grand Floridian. The Grand Floridian walkway to the Magic Kingdom has finally opened y'all this is exciting um the walkway is there. about a mile from the grand floridian to the bag check at the magic kingdom the walk should take about 15 to 20 minutes and there is a gate that will be locked about an hour after the park closes each night so you don't want to linger too long after the park closes or you may not be able to use the walkway to get back to the grand floridian the walkway allows guests to be able to get to the Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, and the Ticket and Transportation Center for the first time all on foot. Well, I'll have to let you know because that's our game plan is to stay there in November. Is it? So is the gate... So I'm unclear as to where this gate is. Does anyone know? Is it like between the walkway and the park or is it between the walkway and the hotel? I, think I would it's, say it's the walkway in the park. Yeah. That's okay. what I was That would make more sense. Well, yeah. and it makes sense because that walkway is, can also lift to let the, what is that called? The light up parade on the water. Oh, <laughs> the, the electrical water pageant? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They have to be, the walkway part of it needs to be elevated to let that stuff through. 
so I, I'm wondering if that's why it has to have a gate closed so that you're not coming through. Why that? <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah, that for safety purposes. Dizzy gave some big news about the shows that had been closed or put on hold. This was very exciting for me. Josh Demaro stated that the Disney had learned from many of their guests that they are looking forward to Disney bringing back some of the entertainment that is currently not being shown at Disney World. He didn't give many details or what entertainment or when the entertainment was going to return, but he wanted to assure everyone that that is definitely on Disney's radar to please stay tuned. And when I was, I actually watched this on a YouTube video, they were showing all the shows that I know I was really upset about the Festival of the Lion King and Finding Nemo, um, the Hoop Dee Doo review, which I've never seen, but want to see still. And just some, just, I can't even think of all of the ones that we, oh, Beauty and the Beast. So hopefully that means that now that we're picking up on numbers at the parks, that maybe we're going to get some money and we can bring those people back. Fingers crossed. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be amazing. Very nice. So we have some more technology coming to Disney World. Disney has previewed its new Disney Genie app. This new app is going to help you change your plans on a whim when you're in the parks, which sounds pretty incredible. The app is going to give personal recommendations based on which park you are in that day. It appears this is gonna take the functionality of the My Disney Experience app, but it will do all the work for you instead of making you go in and change things and figure things out yourself. There's no word on if the app will come with a price tag or when it's going to be open for public use. What do you guys think? Is it gonna cost? I'm afraid to say. <laughs> At this point in time, I would probably, I would say probably. Well, just because they, they need keep, to make up their money. If they keep my Disney experience and then just have them both, you can either have the free one or the paid one. But if they get rid of my Disney experience, then that's just kind of mean. Yeah. I can see it being almost like an, an add-on. Mm -hmm. You know, pay to upgrade my Disney experience and turn I mean, it into I'm, the Genie app instead. Honestly, if it's not that much, like say four or five dollars or whatever, I would do it. Right. Yeah. So, Stephanie, let me remind you of the magic band that was included in your trips <laughs> until January 1st, 2021. Oh, that's so, so uh, true. So with that, are, are you still going to buy magic bands? Because I am. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. I definitely am buying one for my mom because she's never been there. We have some, so we could just use old ones. Well, see, but. I bought my uh, specialty one last year, my Dole Whip one. I you did buy it. Whip. Yeah, if I want a specialty one, yeah, I'll buy that. But if if I'm just but getting a, a regular solid colored, brown. Yeah, the same. I, if, if it's a specialty one, I would pay for it. I would want the design and everything. And uh, But if it's just the plain Jane ones, you know, just the plain color, then no, I don't want to pay for it. There was an update on the West Coast project. Josh Demiro said that construction has continued on the Avenger campus that will be in Disney's California Adventure. The new land will invite guests to team up with the Avengers and their allies in a full immersive land. A few more pics of the Quinjet and of the Web Slingers in the Spider-Man adventure. Man, Josh Shamara's been busy. 
yeah, this is super exciting. And if something's gonna get me on an airplane to fly to California, this would do it. I mean, Avengers is amazing, and to have it real life in front of me would just be the icing on the cake. <laughs> well, they need something at Disneyland. They do, especially they being shut down this long. I know, right? <laughs> I feel so sorry for them. I did hear on um, the news this morning that they were talking about a lot of people that live in California have actually been moving to other states because other states are open and California is not. Aw. That's interesting. So some more West Coast news. Um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway also has an update this week. As we already knew, construction was delayed on this project because of the pandemic and closures. The first beam was laid in September, but the pictures show that the construction is definitely moving along. We are excited to have this ride, but we have a while to wait as it is set to open in 2023. We will keep you updated on the progress as Disney continues its construction. Was it always set to open that late? I was trying to remember if it was 2022 yeah, sure. and they pushed it to 2023. I can look in that for next week. I was wondering that when I was reviewing stuff. I thought that was weird. Has anyone read, um, sorry, has anyone had a chance to ride this in World yet? So, um, no, because I was going and um, you probably didn't hear this part, but Betsy was there the week before I was and they waited in line and then it, it broke down and so mm -hmm. they didn't get to ride it. And she had a, a pretty rough time on that trip. There were far more people there than anticipated and Hollywood Studios was awful. She just kept having one thing after another. And wasn't it like she was in the park for three and a half hours stuff and she had only rode two things? Yeah. And so, um, no, so as far as I know, nobody does. Now I am going back in February, so I'm hoping that I'll get to ride it, but who knows? Yeah. I'm excited whenever i get a chance to ride this one so it looks super cool because I mean, your october trip you didn't do hollywood studios did you no i changed it after she texted me that week and said vicky um i'm hearing epcot's the way to go and i gotta tell you that really was it wasn't overcrowded too much in any of the in magic kingdom or animal kingdom but it was very sparse in epcot and it was very nice for us to just walk around you know, and there was safely there was a tip and it said that if you're going for multiple days go ahead and do hollywood studios on a weekend and i'm like well why would you want to do that on a weekend it's yeah. gonna be busier and they said because it's gonna be full every single day of the week so no matter when you go it's gonna be at 35 percent capacity and the other parks though aren't so do your other parks on a day that is less busy and then just know that whenever you go to Hollywood Studios, doesn't matter if you're going on a Monday or on a Saturday, it's going to be busy. Oh, you know, I just made reservations for a client of mine for this week. Um, and when we bought her tickets, Hollywood Studios wasn't available right. at all. But then when I went in to her, my Disney, Disney Experience app and, you know, did the reservations and everything, it was available. So I did get it for her for Wednesday. So plus it just makes me wonder if maybe they opened the capacity up a little bit. Well, we know they went from 25 to 35 because he right. admitted that. 
Right. If it, if it went more, I have no idea. But I mean, because it was early morning when I looked, and then it was like five o'clock in the afternoon when I. Or you could have been lucky, and like when I was there, some nice person got to pick up four people for Hollywood Studios because we traded from Hollywood to Epcot. Maybe somebody just changed. Maybe. I mean, you just don't know. Because that was the one that they really wanted because her husband and her son are big Star Wars fans. Right. So that was the one they wanted. They're only going two days. And uh, so they picked that one and Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom, yeah. And if they didn't get Hollywood Studios, they were going to go to Animal Kingdom. So this week, Disney talked about the Disney Park Metaverse, which they are calling a shared magical world created by the convergence of, this is like big words, people. <laughs> A shared magical world created by the convergence of virtual enhanced physical reality and physically persistent virtual space. Is that clear as mud for everybody? Because that's how yeah. I was when I read that. <laughs> we can already see this in action on the Disney Parks app. So it lets the guest physical location affect how they play the games within that app. That's only the beginning. The Disney rep noted that Disney started with linear storytelling, like the Enchanted Tiki Room when the park opened. Then Disney moved to interactive storytelling like we have in Toy Story Midway Mania. Now Disney has immersive interactive storytelling like what you see in Galaxy's Edge. The next level is personal storytelling and it is just on the horizon. Guess where we're gonna see that people? Yes, you guessed it, in the new Star Wars Hotel. Another immersive experience coming to Disney Windows for To the Wild is gonna happen. And guests will be able to get up close to the animals and use augmented reality goggles, which I thought yeah. when we were there that they had something like this, but I had to go back and look. They have night goggles when you stay. That was another cool thing that I remembered when we were at Animal Kingdom. You could go so that you could still see where they, the animals when it was darker and they were farther away, but you could still see them. But these are something a little bit different. You'll get to wear, I guess on those tours, you'll get to wear the goggles and they will bring you up close and personal to the animals like you're standing next to them. How cool would that be? That is pretty cool. Yeah, I wonder what that's going to be like if it's, have y'all seen on Google, you can type in certain animals and it'll put them in the room. Yes. We did a lot of that. I wonder if it'll be kind of like that in a way, but then I don't want it like if we're if you're on a safari or something i wouldn't want it to take away from the actual experience oh so true it'll be interesting hmm. plans for disney world's 50th anniversary in 2021 will be announced soon unfortunately all we have right now is a few cliffhangers <laughs> Josh tomorrow said that 2021 is going to allow us to celebrate a lot of milestones filled with new experiences. I think one of the main things to celebrate about being 2021 is it's not 2020 anymore. That's going to be super exciting. He, he said that he will be sharing lots of details about this 50th anniversary at a later date. However, he could tell us that it's going to be very remarkable and we intend to celebrate the stories and experiences our guests love. Carrot dangling. I know, right? <laughs> just a little it's bitty. It's gotta be better anyway, right? Right, right. The year mm -hmm. will be over. Overseas construction updates were available this week. 
Disneyland Paris is moving along with the construction of their version of Avengers Campus and Cars Route 66 road trip. The new Disney's Hotel New York Marvel is very near completion and available to book now. Over at Shanghai Disneyland, the construction is ongoing for the Zootopia expansion, which will include a major state-of-the-art attraction. And it looks pretty cool. I really wish Disney World would get a Zootopia. Mm-hmm. I love so Zootopia. That's why they want us to Shanghai. travel to Shanghai, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be uh, Convention 2026. There we go. <laughs> Start saving for it now. Oh my goodness. So, Buena Vista Street in California Adventure has been open for a bit. Guests can visit stores and restaurants. A virtual queue may be used to limit the area's capacity. You will need a GPS-enabled device to sign up for that queue on your smartphone. A mobile order will not allow you onto Buena Vista if they are at capacity. Only guests that have entered the park will be able to make a mobile order. You know somebody's going to try to break that, though. They're going to try. They're not going to succeed. We're going to see them bring the hammer down. They're going to attack a security guard. (laughs) The holidays have arrived at the Disney World resorts. Even though the life-size gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian is not there this year, there are still a lot of festive items, including many gingerbread houses, gingerbread and chocolate sculptures, which can be found in a glass case near the DVC desk at the entrance of the resort. Trees, wreaths, and garland have arrived at the Polynesian, uh, Coronado Springs, Animal Kingdom Lodge, the Contemporary Saratoga Springs, Old Key West, and Caribbean Beach Resorts. And I love how they decorate those resorts and wish I could see them. That's when we park hop, or not park hop, but that resort hop uh, is Christmas. It's absolutely, the decorations and everything is just gorgeous. We usually do that, but I'm not sure how we would go about it because we're not on property this time. It could be tricky because you can't drive mm. there. We found that out. Uh, you could probably, like, if you go to Disney Springs, just get oh, on true. the Disney Springs bus. You're true. You're right. I could probably do that. So Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Santa and Mrs. Claus have come to Disney Springs. You can catch them cruising the water in their sleigh pontoon boat, which is pulled by Santa's reindeer, which just so happens to also be another pontoon boat decorated with a reindeer. Um, if you have a Disney Visa card, you can get a good deal on a Disney World hotel this holiday season through 2021. Use your Chase Visa to book a stay from November 29th, 2020 to February of 2021. This offer, um, for, or for this offer, you're going to need to call to book to find out the different discounts for the resorts or just call one of us and of course we can do all the calling for you. So put now, those Chase Visas to work. <laughs> I do not have one. What? I know. That's how I always buy all my souvenirs and gratuities. And... I just prefer, prefer not to have credit cards. Oh, no, that's it. the only one we have, and I pay it off every Friday. Gotcha. Maybe I'll need to do that after we buy a house. Now on to restaurant and snack news. Three more restaurants will be opening very soon at Disney World. Woody's Lunchbox opened today. Yay, that's my favorite place. November 25th at Disney's Hollywood Studios in Toy Story Land. 
The Crystal Palace in the Magic Kingdom will reopen on December 13th as a family-style dining experience with new individually plated options like fried chicken with honeypot drizzle, fire-roasted prime rib, fried cauliflower, and more. Those sound great. I know, Mm -hmm. right? It will not be a character meal for the time being, so please know this when you're making your reservation the tomorrowland terrace will be opening on december 15th as another outdoor dining option they do often open tomorrowland terrace during the holidays to service the bigger crowds that food sounded tasty yeah i had fried chicken with honey drizzle on it um oh charlie's has that not yeah, I like, a, like a, a southern oven fried hot honey yeah. chicken is mm. one of my family's favorite meals. So I'm curious to see if this new family style dining experience stays at the Crystal Palace now. Honestly, I think these are going to stay. I think the the world of buffets is gone. It's probably I want to know what they're going to do at Cabana's on the Disney cruise ship. Mm. If they're going to change that somehow, or it will I be interesting. Anything about it? So, I guess mm. we'll find out eventually. So, Four Rivers Cantina food truck is reopening. You can find this truck at Disney Springs. It is the home. It is home to the gigantic taco cone, along with some new additions like the Berea Taco Berea Quesadilla, Melita burrito bowl and a margarita bar the truck will be open at disney springs monday through wednesday from 5 p.m to 10 p.m thursday and friday from 3 p.m to 10 p.m and noon to 10 p.m on saturday and sunday in epcot tokyo dining in the japan pavilion is going to be open for thanksgiving which is pretty exciting but i thought they meant they were going to open and then stay open but not so and not at not according to the article that I just covered. It will open from November the 26th, which is Thanksgiving Day through the 29th, and there will be a limited menu, mostly of sushi dishes, and the restaurant will only be accepting walk-ups, so you cannot get a reservation, which is actually, I think, kind of nice for all those people that always forget to make reservations. They'll be happy. Um, I do hope that Tepanado will open up soon, like forever. More items have returned in the Norway Pavilion to Kringla, the classic troll horn, the triple chocolate chip cookie, Verdon's best cake, which they said has been gone for four years, and a new apple cake. This is an apple cake drizzled with honey. You see a theme? There's kind of a theme today. Honey. The honey. (laughs) The honey theme. All right, let's talk a little bit more food. There are new cookies in uh, Germany in caramel kusha they are the chocolate s'more cookie drizzled with wreathers caramel and the salted pretzel chocolate chip cookie drizzled with that wreathers caramel in animal kingdom the menagerie cupcake is back at flame tree barbecue it is gingerbread spice cake cream cheese frosting and a white polar bear with uh a white polar bear, white chocolate topper. Who that was a mouthful. White polar bear, white chocolate topper. Space 220 update. The media got a sneak peek of Space 220 that will eventually open in Epcot. The website still says it's coming soon. It was supposed to open a year ago, or actually the end of October, but 
it or end of 2019 sorry but it kept getting pushed back and and pushed back and pushed back the photo that was released shows the tiered seating and window side tables it looks like a space version of the coral reef which is exactly what i thought when i saw the picture that's what i said it's crazy, but I mean, it, it does. It, I mean, it's the same concept, but I do like that at yeah. Coral Reef, the way it's around the aquarium. I wanted to go to this restaurant in January of 2020 when we went, prior to COVID happening, and I was so bummed that it never opened. So, I this whenever we go back. This is going to be one of my go-tos. I just, I love space, anything to do with space. And I can't wait to take that elevator <laughs> up to the restaurant, so to speak. Waiting, then, waiting, waiting, yes. right? Like, when is it going to be? Yes, Come on, oh right. Hopefully next year with all the new updates and everything with the anniversary will be open. Fingers crossed. Maybe we'll so, get to eat there as a convention an agency, you know? <laughs> At the Contempo Cafe, you can find the chocolate peppermint bark. It is a dark and white chocolate combo with peppermint. There is a holiday fudge trio at the Beach Club. It features a white chocolate peppermint fudge, a dark chocolate hot cocoa fudge, and white chocolate gingerbread fudge. We also found chocolate crinkle cookies at the Beach Club. And that just makes me all want dessert. I want that fudge, the dark chocolate hot cocoa fudge. Heck I know. yeah, that sounds up my alley. Come on that over here, six tons of fudge. We got it. <laughs> Can you mail it to Kentucky? <laughs> Aristocrates and Disney Springs has debuted their sweet potato pie bubble waffle. That's a mouthful. It features vanilla ice cream, toasted marshmallow, candied pecans, caramel sauce, and cinnamon on top. It is only available until December 1st, which I will not be there by. Wah, wah, wow, wah. I wonder why it's only available until December 1st. I think they think sweet potato pies for Thanksgiving. Mm. I don't, I, I mean, mean, it is a Thanksgiving type food. Yeah. Not it's in a, North Carolina. It's one was, of our biggest crops is sweet potatoes. I was going to say my daughter just made I sweet, sweet potato potatoes pancakes. all the time. Yeah. But like a sweet potato pie. Yeah. You eat that all the time too? Well, I would, I wouldn't. People would have that for a Christmas dessert. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And Marketplace Snacks in Disney Springs, you can find the Jolly Holiday Shake. I'm not so sure about this one either. It's soft serve ice cream with cranberry juice and a shot of vodka. <laughs> and then you could also do the non alcoholic version, which is soft serve ice cream with just cranberry juice. I don't okay, know if those so two things. This, it's good. I, it's I good. had something similar to it when we stayed in Cocoa Beach before our cruise. Um, except for it wasn't cranberry juice. It was, I think, pineapple juice. But that it had the better. ice cream and the that vodka. And oh my gosh, it was so good. I'm not a cranberry juice person. I yeah, like cranberry juice. I like it. I, I don't know with ice cream. It just seems a little strange to me. It does look really it's, cool, though. It's very festive looking, so we'll give it that. 
at the Black Top at Downtown Disney in Anaheim, you can find a Mickey milkshake to celebrate Mickey's birthday. That was this past week. It is a strawberry shake with vanilla frosting, a Mickey Mouse white chocolate covered Rice Krispie treat, sprinkles, white and red rock candy, whipped cream, and a cherry on top. It's very, very fancy. Inexpensive, $18. Oh my word. Whoa. Wow. Nope, not, not doing it that one. Ha- it better have uh, gold sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was thinking is that's a meal. I, just looking at that thing, it was huge. It had a full-size Rice Krispie treat stuffed in that shake with frosting. And I'm like, Ugh. that's Yeah, that doesn't overloaded. sound that great. <laughs> hmm. So I have some more sad news in addition to the price of that um, treat. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from Disneyland, and the annual iconic handmade candy canes will not be available this year. So if you're looking forward to those, I'm sorry. On a happier note, the Mickey Elf popcorn bucket is back. He was spotted in the Magic Kingdom, but we imagine he'll be popping up at other popcorn stands around Disney World. He's so cute. I know you don't need that, but Mickey Elf, you just can't miss. You know, you need one of those. Everybody does. (laughs) There is a new limited edition Toy Story Magic Band, which was released this week, and there was only 2,000 made, so they're probably already sold out. I am apologizing for even putting this on there. I just thought of it. Um, They're celebrating their 25th anniversary, which I feel like is super crazy. Oh my gosh, that makes me old. <laughs> 25, wow. Yeah. Lord. I, I was in the that be right, so I went back and looked at it, and I was like, ooh, that is right. <laughs> <laughs> in downtown Disney in Anaheim, the new Sorcerer Mickey ears were spotted. They have, um, they have two black Mickey ears with a plush Sorcerer's hat in the middle. Super cute. They are cute. In honor of Mickey and Minnie's birthdays, there are designer high-tech ears. The ears are speakers, and between them, a clear on-air sign. These were designed by Brett Ewan. Brett is the current voice of Mickey Mouse. That is really cool. That does sound cool. It's not expensive. Also spotted in Disneyland's downtown Disney was a pair of sweater-inspired mini-ears. The ears are gray faux fur with a white sweater bow accented with silver and gold snowflakes. They were spotted in the Backlot Premiere shop, and those sound super duper cute. Oh they my were goodness, super cute, yeah. but Mickey's ears are not, or Minnie's ears are not gray, so I was confused by that. Is this Grandma Minnie ears? I was just like, oh Lord. <laughs> Because they're great. I know, and it's supposed to be like a faux fur, like coat kind of thing. Maybe. Well, Gina and Sarah, thank you so much for joining. Stephanie and me, we hope that uh, everybody enjoyed our magical news. We hope that all of our listeners have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Don't get sick eating all the food. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip, or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and my Instagram page, which is yourstorytravel 
underscore Vicky Black. And be sure to listen to Friday's show as Brad, Vicki, Kaylee, and Joey share their favorite Walt Disney World table service restaurants and get you nice and hungry. If you're interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter, which is filled with resort reviews, packing tips, shopping tips, history, and more, contact us at info at yourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. And Gina is going to make sure that you get a copy of that at the beginning of every month. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about this time. Disney love. See you real soon. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. <laughs>